Welcome back, everyone. We are so excited. Thank you guys for tuning in because, um, you know, this is a roller coaster. Sometimes we know what we're doing. Sometimes we don't. But you're like, let me listen to what they have to say. We really feel like this has provided some sort of space for people to talk about ministry in general. And we hope that you just learn from our experience Mm -hmm. and, you know, everything that we're going through. So we're really excited about our podcast today. I am especially. But before we get into that, we just want to let you know about our sponsorship. Yes. So we have this awesome partnership with Sweetwater. And they've uh, just been able to bless us with so many things like these mics that you see, Mm -hmm. the stands, um, the interface that's off camera that's kind of helping this whole production. Um, And so we're super grateful for them. If you want to support us, support them, we will have links down below in the description that you can go in and buy some things. Um, And if you just need like a mic, a camera, whatever whatever you need for your church, look at uh, the description and and look at those Sweetwater links and see a way that you can bless us. Yes, please do that. Yeah, and today we have an awesome episode. Before I get into all that, I want to introduce ourselves really quick. My name is Anthony. I'm Alex. Joseph. And our guest for today is, if you've been watching our videos, he's new to our videos, and you're probably like, who's that guy? But he's new to what our uh, free worship family, but he has been in our circle for a long time. We've known Steve for years. Yes. Um, and Steve is a bridge builder. He's just, uh, he's just opened up doors for us like, in ways that we can't even describe. Um, he's been an inspiration to myself personally. He is a piano extraordinaire. <laughs> Yes. Like I want, like Steve is my my this is weird. Goals. He's piano my goals. piano goals. I was gonna say my piano crush, but that might have went in a weird. <laughs> that might take it a weird left <laughs> turn. <laughs> yes, but, and he's also a pastor yes. and uh, just a phenomenal person of integrity. Welcome to our podcast, Steve Kelly. Hey, look, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> I love you all. You all are my inspiration. I tell y'all that. <laughs> uh, but no, I can. I can. Think of a better place to be than right here with you all. Awesome. So I'm excited. Thank you for saying yes. We know you have a lot. You do um, working at the university Mm -hmm. and also being a music director at your church. And uh, we have so much to get into. But I'm Uh like, man, in thinking about this podcast, I love when I meet. This is just a random thought. But I love Uh when I meet musicians Uh that are like pastoral and grounded in the word and like. It's, um, like I don't it's know why sadly it feels rare. I don't know why it feels like a unicorn. It, it shouldn't is. feel that way. Yeah, it I shouldn't. But whenever I find those people, I'm like, oh, I, I need to be keep them around. Yeah, they need to be around. Mm-hmm. We need to. Whenever you've asked me, like, hey, can you come minister? Yes, I can because I know I'm going to get poured into yeah. because I know that you are going to like sharpen me because I know I'm going to learn something from you. Whereas someone else with a different character or different priorities or whatever, mm. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I should be around that because yeah. that might shape me in a way that I'm just not, I shouldn't be shaped that way. Um, so thank you for oh, saying yes. I appreciate that. Yes. Before we get into um, all the questions I have to ask <laughs> you, tell us a little bit or a lot of bit. A lot of bit. About yourself. So your upbringing, where you come from, because a lot of the people on our podcast are new lifers. They go to our church. They've attended our church for many years. We have history with them. And we're like, oh, we can recount on memories and things like that. You're kind of new in being with us. Mm -hmm. um, And you're the music director at your church. So just tell us 
where you come from, how you got to be in church, how you started playing the piano, yeah, uh, all of that. Well, I am one of 18 children. Let's stop one there. Mom, one day. Pause. <laughs> Five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people say that. No, um, that's true. Let's, let's, where are you in the, where, first of all, where are you I'm in number the six. So there's 10 boys, eight girls. So I was in the upper cruise, if you want to say, you know. But uh, yeah, so that, so that really that really shaped my, you know, we grew up in extreme poverty. Yes. Extreme poverty. I remember you saying, talk yeah. about that. And so, you know, you until say- I was 15, it was in a two-bedroom trailer. You know, so west side of Chicago, my dad had six boys. And he was like, I'm not raising them on the west side of Chicago. This is the 70s. And so yeah. moved us to a small town called Rantoul. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah, we've been there. Right, champagne yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, so we grew up po. Yeah. You know, um, and the church. And it was, it was so, and we were all homeschooled. Okay, what? so when you say a two-bedroom apartment, or two-bedroom two trailer, yeah. that's for 18 at the time? That was, or that was 15 time? of us. That was oh, 15. you were most of the way there. Yeah. You were most I'm not sure you say, yeah, we were like three, no, 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 three no, miles. No, no, no. Yeah, so there was eight boys, who, we slept in the living room. You know, eight boys slept in the living room. Man. Wow. That's, so it's, it was it was a unique experience was growing up. Was your dad a pastor, or how did you get He wanted to be. Uh, he was a little crazy. <laughs> I love my dad. Yeah. I love yes. my dad. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he was a minister. Okay. Uh, and every sermon was an hour and a half, and so he would get kicked out of the pool. <laughs> the, the pastor would be like pulling on his jacket. Like, yeah. Man, it's, it's, <laughs> come on. Come come on. Go, eat. But yeah, so he's very religious. Yes. Okay. Very, very religious. So you grew up in a very religious family. Yeah. Lots of kids homeschooled. Homeschooled. Um, you were a whole school, though. Like basically. You were an entire school, <laughs> actually. <laughs> we had a whole school there. Graduated at the top of my class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I lost my train of thought completely when you said that. Um, okay. How does that shape your walk with God? Yeah. Because if... You grew up in a very religious family where it's like you have to, you have to, and it's kind of forced upon you. Yeah. A lot of times people go the other way. A lot, of my, a lot of my older siblings did. For me, growing up in that poverty, not really knowing where the next meal is going to come from, literally, to wow. see God provide, looking mm-hmm. back on it, was the greatest gift for me. Yeah. It really, wow. really was because we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And there would be places when we ran out and someone would show up at groceries at the door. You know, so to see that the external things didn't really matter as much yeah. as uh, just seeing God provide for us and knowing that I got one kid now. And see how he provided for my family. I'm like, my God, God was there all the way. Right, so. right. What were you going to ask? Did, <laughs> you have the opposite of extreme of one kid. Like, did the 18 scare you into one? Uh, <laughs> maybe a little. <laughs> one was enough for us. We were, we were good. We were good. We were yeah, good. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're growing up brothers and sisters, many of you guys in a trailer. Mm-hmm. What did it look like to, um, did you guys have to read the word? Because I know you've talked to me about this because you yeah. know the oh, word. Gosh. And you're like, yeah. oh, I've known since I was a kid. Yeah. From the time I could read and we, we grew up reading the Bible, we had to read five chapters every day. Oh, When you were like yeah. five years old, five yeah. chapters every day. That wow. was part of our curriculum, our school curriculum. And so one no, one no doubt about it. And then you had to write uh, some sentences on what you read so mm-hmm. you comprehend it. So that was kind of every day, five o'clock in the morning, we had to wake up. Five in the morning? Five in the morning. Wow. And, you know, my wife says I grew up in a cult. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
But the more I think about it, I'm like, but you know, look, it, it really, you know, it was my foundation. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you um, leave, I guess, to go to college, yeah. is it your every intention to like not be a part of the church, or how how did getting out of the house? I started like? playing for church when I was eight. Yeah. And it was in some ways my saving grace because homeschool didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of social, you know, it was yeah. kind of me and my family. So church was my outlet. Yeah. So every chance I had an opportunity to go to church, I was loving to go to church. Yeah. So yeah. my brother taught me how to play when I was four. And so since I was eight, I was playing for the church. I was getting paid to play for the, for the church when I was 13 or 14. Wow. So as a as an organist. So I grew up playing B3 organ. And so that was kind of my outlet. So I yeah. always was connected to the church and I always kind of had a love for the church because it, it was my outlet. Where I got to meet, meet girls and do whatever. <laughs> that's, that was the that kind is of real. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what it, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. That's, that's so real. That are not my siblings. <laughs> there you go. Oh, girls that are not my sisters. Right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was the life. Hey. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know you have this one story about how you were auditioning to be a part of a university, mm-hmm. a prestigious school, Juilliard and- School of Music. Yes. Tell us yeah. about that story. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, I grew up, my dad made me play classical music, you know, because yeah. I, I grew up playing by ear. Mm-hmm. Most gospel, black musician do that. And so, but he wanted me to get an education. And so, started me playing classical at the age of like 12. And so, um, by the time I got to college age, I was playing college, you know, repertoire. And so, yeah. sent my tape to Juilliard and they liked my tape and said, hey, come audition. Okay. And yeah. so, um, but of course, me being the knucklehead that I was, Night hanging out like I think I actually was playing with Colorado Mass the night before, oh which was God. ridiculous, uh, and didn't get <laughs> into like two or three that morning oh, before I had to fly out oh to New York. My goodness. Ridiculous. Anyway, I get there and you know they line you up and there's like eight, you know, jurors or panelists there, and I start playing this piano, the Chopin Etude, uh-huh. and it was the best I'd never heard a piano sound like. <laughs> Like, never heard of it. It was, nine, it was like a nine-foot Steinway. Yeah. The top was off of it. And as I'm playing, I hear myself playing, and I'm like, who is that? It <laughs> sounded that much different than anything I'd ever played. And I lost where I was in the piece. It was crazy. Right where I was playing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I stopped right in the middle of the audition because I lost my place. Um, and needless to say, they put your name on the board. Yeah. End of the day, my name was not on... Uh, they made that decision right then they and there. Decision right then and there. Oh, so that's that's hard. Everybody's waiting around. You go up yeah. to the sheet. They put they post the sheet and like you're not. Oh no my way! And like, it's oh. because you knew the piece. I knew the piece. You knew the piece. I knew the piece. You were, you were like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this thing, but you've never heard yourself play I so never, well. <laughs> no, he's never heard. It's true. The piano. piano. It, sounded, it sounded like a perfect. I mean, the acoustics in the room was just perfect. <laughs> and you're like, is this a recording? Like it tripped me out. It, who is this? It was God, uh, though, because yeah. I wasn't supposed to be in New York. Growing up sheltered like that, I was looking for trouble. Mm, yeah, and yeah. my mm. mom wanted me to go to Wheaton College, a conservative Christian school. Yeah. And so ended up going there, meet my wife the first day, freshman orientation. First day? First, first day. day. I was putting in work, man, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first day, freshman orientation. I meet my wife. But God knew, God knew to keep yeah. me out of trouble. Uh, yeah. You know, keep your ground. Yeah. Oh, you needed that. You needed that. I needed it. I needed it for sure. I that. Oh my god! I was putting in work. I was putting in work. And freshman orientation is supposed to be worried about your class schedule. But she was. Mm. She was the only African American freshman. 
Oh my oh. gosh. So, yeah. So, it's just us two. So, okay. it was just us two. So, you look like me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Trina's the best. She is. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. So, tell us about your top five songs. Oh, see, that's. Oh man. Now, so it's, it's not so... like, you know, the best of the best songs ever yeah, created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like for you, you hear these songs and you're like, yeah. I'm in the presence of God, or this is just really close to my heart because I learned how to play it. Yeah. And... I was just sharing with you. I mean, I think for me, the songs that mean the most to me, the songs that I grew up learning how to play. Yes. So they weren't necessarily the best songs, but yeah. now looking back on it, like they, I equate kind of my growing relationship with God to those songs because they were so formational, not just for me spiritually, but musically as well. Yeah. And so... um, my top five. I wrote these down. Okay, and then and then and then play them too. Play them. Oh yes. My gosh. yes, please. Please. He needs to play them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the first one uh, that really is we come this far by faith. Y'all know that Carlton mm. Pearson. No, play it and sing it. And sing it. <laughs> it's a simple one. We've come this far by faith. Never failed me yet. Oh, 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 and turn around. We've come this far by faith. That's good. <laughs> My mom would sing that all the time. Oh, you know, that was that was kind of that church staple, and so that I, that was one of the first songs I learned how to play. And oh so my it's gosh. kind of you said, but you just said you learned how to play like like really young. Yeah, I was like four. Playing that song? No. Was, um, probably by the time I was six. No. Yeah. You made me mad. Like, I want to punch people. Like, I want to fight you right that now. I could just, it was just something that I could pick up. Oh, my god! It was God-given. I tell this story to my students when I talk about purpose. The first thing the doctor said when I came out of the womb was that he has large hands. Really? And my oh. dad was praying over me. And, oh. like, God knew that music was just supposed to be what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. Like created yeah. my facilities to do that. And so yeah. it's just always purpose. this comes natural to me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's great. Any of your other siblings gravitated to music? All of my brothers can play. Like all of them. Now we used to compete. We competed over everything. So <laughs> right. the it's brother who's one year older than me, you know, he's an organ player and but uh -huh. we would like push each other off and one time <laughs> crazy story. <laughs> tell us, tell us. One time I unplugged the organ. <laughs> During a church service because I didn't want him playing. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit just left because he, he uh, was mad. So very, very competitive. Oh. Incredibly competitive. But, Are yeah. you guys like that now? Like, oh, I could play that. Oh, we're still you. very competitive. Absolutely. Would you say, here's a real question. What? Would you say you're, 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 you're beating them in, in skill? Musically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give myself the yeah, yeah. Send them the link to this podcast. You know? oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I always love when like siblings do things together uh, and like musically. Yeah. And all my sisters that. sing too. So how that runs so. through the family. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. What is the second oh one? Oh my gosh. The words on that um, one were beautiful. Yeah. Another old school one that grew up, praise him. You know that praise him, praise him, praise him. Yeah. Jesus bless it. Play it, play. You gotta play it and sing oh, it now. Oh, come, on. come on. Okay. All of them. All of them. <laughs> school gospel praise him <laughs> <laughs> praise him 
Yeah. That's a good one. That was, you, that and you were playing that at four again? <laughs> Probably five <laughs> Probably or six five. or seven. <laughs> you know? Um, what were you playing, Anthony, at five or six? Uh, twinkle, Twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sleep on Anthony. I hate you, man. You be, you be doing your thing. Uh, for sure. You said twinkle, Damn. Twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> so bad right now. I know, I know. Speak to My Heart was another one. Um, Speak to yeah. My Heart. Go yeah. ahead. I want. I want oh, Don, Donnie McClurkin. Donnie McClurkin. Yes. yes. Speak to my heart, Holy Spirit. Yes. This one. Message of love to encourage me. Da, da, da. I don't know the lyrics. Things of the morning, the dark nights will fade away. Speak to my heart. You know, and as a musician, mostly the music is what drew me. The lyrics. Yeah. Sometimes I remember them, wouldn't have to memorize them, but <laughs> that was another one that I really loved to play. Yes, up. I remember, I remember. Uh, growing up, my mom loved Donnie McClurkin. Oh, man. Donnie and Karen Clark would be played along with Ron Cannoli. Mm -hmm. and, um, Andre Crouch. Andre Your Crouch. Mom was oh, about my gosh. Bunch. My mom, yes. So, yeah, I love that. That one's a good one. I know that one. That's it. That's it. Um, let me see what else I got. Man, it was, it was just hard to... Uh... One song that I really love is Travis Green, Just Want You. Do you know that one? Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. Want You. <clears throat> Play it. Um, the right keys. I can sing this. Make everything. I don't want it. I don't need it. God, I just want you. Just want you. Yeah. Just want you. Just want you. We just want you. Just want you, just want you. Yeah, so that's a really simple. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I can. I think I've seen that one with you, maybe. Before. Probably, mm -hmm. I, I can just play that song over and over and over in the car, like mm. when I'm just like. Those are good ones. Remove those distractions mm. above everything else. Yeah, just yeah. Want it's you. like a, it's like a when the music fades kind of yes, song. Yes, it's yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. it. Or um, it's usually when those. Nothing else, nothing else but you. That's I, a, I, I put you. those together. As a medley. Yeah. Those two, yeah, you know. Yeah. Those songs are so <laughs> necessary. Record service real quick with those. Yeah, those songs are necessary yeah. for, like, the person who's, like, coming in all crazy on a Sunday, yeah. and they're like, oh, my gosh, my kids. Just remove it all. Remove it. <laughs> Strip it all back. I love yeah. that. What's, this is the last one? Gosh. How many did I give? It's okay. Keep going. It's okay. Um, I was listening to your podcast. Your mom's the same one. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, more oh, than enough. Yes. That one. Uh, I grew up. Yeah. That's... My provider. You are more than enough for me. Good one. I love that song. Yeah. She would, when she would sing that song, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you get to that top note? Mm -hmm. You are with me. Yeah. You supply all my needs. Oh my goodness. By herself. Solo. I love that song. Yeah. Good one. How many did I do? You're four. You're you're right four, there. Five. If you have one more, another one. I um I love you, Lord. I lift my voice. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. You know. Listen, you're yeah. And I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul. Rejoice. Rejoice. Take joy, my king. Sweet, sweet sound to 
lockdown. <laughs> you, I cannot sing when you're playing because I just got to hear you play. So I just keep it real simple and I forget the lyrics. Yeah. Oh I my can't gosh. play when he plays drummers. Like, I'm supposed to have a job when you like when you play with Steve. You're supposed to do like something, but I stop doing something. I just I watch. Wow. Actually, we were give we you know how we do pick me ups on Sunday. Uh huh. We gave a pick me up to Anthony yesterday, just like about his plane because when he did um, oh. um bless uh bless him some more uh-huh. during the him part. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I stole every move you have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Anthony, you're all something. Right, right. Your chords are something I, a lot that's better. Not Anthony, <laughs> he's got it. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, hundred percent. It's that, it's playing with Steve Kelly. That's that's like the 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 biggest part of like growing in church as a musician when you're playing with people like that yeah. are way better than you or just have a different perspective perspective and, and different moves and and yeah. things and, and even like different genres than you do that you can learn from them and and, and take what they're taking you, you can grab from them and, and um it's it's a really cool thing to see that and mm-hmm. that's definitely happened with you playing at the church and, oh, and not only anthony but just the just the what you play can bring out ideas in, in my head or even with the singers uh, yeah. that's that's huge that's, that's yeah. black church all the way. I, mean, I, I sat on the organ for two years just waiting to get my turn. Just watch everything my guy did and just like soak it all in. Waiting and then unplug his thing. So <laughs> but that was my brother. <laughs> my mentor, I just sat there and waited until I had my We know how you are now. We know. You can watch my plugs when I'm around. Oh, well. <laughs> He's like, it's sounded too good. No, <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's it's... I don't know why, but even vocally too, when you have everyone who's like on the same level or who, who comes from the same background as far as music, yeah, you kind of relax a little bit vocally or musically. And then you have someone new come in and they think differently in their music yeah. and what they're doing or they know more. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wait, I got to I gotta yeah. play better. I got to step up or I have to. What did you do there? Let me find out. Right, right, right. But you have to have that kind of mind, mindset too. You can't be like, oh, well, that's how he plays. I don't want to yeah. get better. Yeah. If you have that mindset, you have of, that humility. Yeah, yeah, you have to have the humility in order to be like, yo, that person is fire, and I want to just be close to them and soak in what they're doing. I feel like um, when you started saying yes to coming and playing at the church and helping, mm-hmm. I'm like, my my thing in my, in my mind is the musicians are going to love this because yeah. they're going to be able to pick his yeah. brain. <laughs> yeah. And vocally, we were loving it because we were like, oh my gosh, like we. We feel like we were trying to get better mm-hmm. because you were playing some things we never heard. And even Anthony said that mm-hmm. on one, I think it was Easter week, <laughs> the weekend we told you to play. And then, and then two days later, we told you to play <laughs> yeah. again. That he was like, man, I think you made a comment to Josh. Like, I, I feel like I heard you do things that I never heard you do before. And I think mm. it's because of the way that Steve is playing. It's pulling these things out of you. Wow. So I think there's something to be said about not being intimidated about having great people on your team. Oh, yeah. Or asking them if they're from another church or something. Ask them, hey, can you come for the yeah. next couple months just to pour into us? If you know that they have a great spirit mm-hmm. and you want your team members to mirror them, yeah, that's beneficial. It only benefits all of us to get better in our craft and also, you know. Yeah, and and like we said, Steve's Steve's is unicorn because not only is he awesome at the piano, but his his personality is par none like yeah 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 so like having him around our team not only are they getting better musically but like they're getting better as people like they're 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 being pushed like seeing steve just know the word he I, there was a couple times where you came came and gave a devotion to our, yeah. our team yeah. and like seeing excellence in like different levels of life is is really important that's 
No. Yeah, we're just, at this point we're just picking up Steve, but this is yeah. this is yeah, necessary. Yeah. Pick because, me up for Steve right yeah. now. Yeah. No, but when we asked you to play, it was what for Good Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And then on Good Friday we're like, hey, are, are you, doing you available for Easter Resurrection Sunday? Which is two days later, and he's like, yeah, let me let me start learning the he song. Started, <laughs> he put the, the headphones in right away, and he was playing the song, the piano in front of him. He was in the back of the theater with his eyes closed, just listening to the songs and playing. And I'm like, yo, what is this guy doing? I might like. Of course, like you hear that you have to play the next day. Like you're like, okay, yeah, when I get home. When I, I get home, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as he found out, <laughs> this guy. Well, I like closed, to be prepared. Y'all, y'all, I mean, y'all operate on that level. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to be coming in there. <laughs> Listen, when I tell you, I think I don't know if we were on the car ride home after one of the services. I was like, we were really gonna play and do this song without Steve. Was it "Don't Cry" yeah. or maybe yeah, one of the Easter Frank- songs? They're both it's of them a ten-minute piano solo. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony was like, "Did what? I really?" Think I could do this now having heard how you did it we're like oh thank god that he said yes and his skill level is where you know where it's at so just thank you for that yeah thank you for everything you've taught us thus far okay moving into your relationship with worship and then we'll talk about what you know what we want to talk about today yeah. which is kind of like being a consumer of worship and having that mentality but what is your relationship with worship? Because I I told him already you're a music director yeah. and you also work at a university. Um, how do you operate within worship right now? In terms of how I... So what, what you I do, do with... Yeah, what you do at the university and then what you do at the church. Gotcha. Yeah, so at the university, I coach worship leaders. I'm over the worship department. So every year I get to coach 15, you know, musicians, vocalists cool. kind of thing. So I, I, I've been doing that for the last 15 years. I love it. Yeah, awesome. you got so kids good at that. from all walks of life who think they can play, some who don't have the confidence, yeah. you know, and just kind of guiding them into kind of what does this mean? You know, then at, at Awaken, uh, I'm over the worship at Awaken as well. So yeah. I love to build in a team, you know, where we're nine months, 10 months in existence. And so um, love, love, love our team. Yes. And you play and sing, right? Yep. Yes. Every just week. like you did for us here. That's, That's so cool. Um, okay. One of the questions that I want to ask you, and there's so many different things that you can talk about when it comes to worship, but I want to talk about the consumer mentality in worship. Yeah. Do you feel like as a church, we have gone into consumerism and mm-hmm. engagement has kind of left the building? Or it's yeah. leaving. Or it's leaving. Yeah, I mean, I think context <laughs> is everything. I think a lot of churches are attendance is number one. Mm. And so they build everything around. How can we get people in the door? How can we get people in the seats? And so yeah. worship is a is a product of that. Mm. And so it's got to be catchy. It's got to feel good. And people can show up and consume a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen there's not much in many churches accountability mm. in terms of the character of some person that's leading. If they got talent, if they can get the job done. I was at for years yeah yeah and that stage man some of the stuff that i saw behind the stage is like yeah um but they're awesomely talented people right but um, sometimes you leave the, the and the part. formula works and that's right. the, that's the challenging part yeah, about it the, right the, the formula works if you can give people a good production and a good show they're going to come back because it's better than the church down the street mm-hmm. <laughs> right right you know, yeah. as opposed to creating space for people to engage with God right where they are, with the scars and the brokenness that they have. Yeah, uh, Churches aren't that interested. In they may do that for a little segment, but too many churches, I think, got the formula down, a formula that actually works, a formula that will increase your attendance, and people walk away like, ah, oh, I had a good experience. 
but mm-hmm. are their lives changed? Are they are they living yeah. better? Are they yeah. loving people? Eh, eh, not necessarily. And I know worship can't yeah. solve that whole equation, yeah. but I think we do we do people that are actually hurting and trying to follow Jesus a disservice when we just kind of create that spectacle. Yeah. That's awesome and it sounds great. Right. But people are leaving the same way they came. Yeah, because yeah. that's not the whole picture of, of who God is. It, it's definitely not putting on a huge show just so so people can watch and, and spectate and, and yeah. see what other people, how other people are supposed to to do it. Yeah. You you want to create something that's beautiful and, and, and awesome and, and that people can catch on to quick. And yeah. we'll bring new people in, but you don't want to put so much focus on it where the people that are already in the church are are so stagnant at such a low level. Yeah. Like you 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 can't miss out on discipling and raising the, the 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 level that of the people that are already in your building in your church i think oh. it's important to teach teach what worship is make yeah. sure that there's depth to what you're doing in a worship experience making sure that scripture the word of god is involved in everything that you're doing and go more than surface level yeah. and like okay on to the next song on to the oh. next thing but no, no 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 the holy spirit's asking us to stay right here let's just Open up your mouth and let's just start praying right now because, you know, those kind of things, yeah. if it doesn't fit in the program or if we're going over time, things yeah. like that, it can, that's when the production side kind of takes over. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I preached a couple of weeks ago and I basically said, it. I wonder what Jesus thinks when, you know, we create the spectacular because Jesus wasn't spectacular when he walked this earth. Mm-hmm. So if we're trying to imitate Jesus, what is like Jesus is probably looking at some of this stuff like, wait, that doesn't reflect who I am. Where's this smoke? My character. And I know I, I'm, I love excellence. I strive yeah. for excellence. At yeah. the same time, we got to give people something that's authentic and real and just yeah. not this kind of emotionally fabricated experience mm-hmm. that they can raise their hands and they can jump up and down, mm-hmm. but like their lives aren't transformed because it is a performance. Yeah. yeah. You know. And I think too, so... I, and I read this in the article, and when I read it, I was like, oh, snap, this is so true. Back in the day, there was hymnal books, mm-hmm. right, for worship. Everybody in the congregation brought out the hymnal book, and everybody sang. Everybody was worship leading. Yeah. Everyone was singing, and everyone was engaged, and yeah. the songs are very scriptural, so they're singing scripture, so at the same time, they're learning. Then we moved away from that, and yeah. as, you know, we progressed, it was the lyrics are on the screen. And there's a lot of new songs being introduced every yeah. month. Yeah. Whereas the hymnals, it's like, well, you know, it's you kind of know here, them. It's, it's yeah. whatever's right. here. And then you have one person singing. And then now people have solos. And then now, so then it creates more and more of a distance between the congregation and yeah. the worship team. Because they're like, do I sing now? That's that, that's that person's solo. Right. Or right now, it's an electric guitar instrumental. So what do I do during yeah. that time? Whereas before it was like, no, come on, you got your kids, pull out your thing, everyone's singing because this is our worship time. Yeah. So I think that might have also too created a, I don't know, this thing where it's like, this is your time or you're singing, you're performing, right, you're right, doing right. it. And I don't necessarily have to participate. Oh, very much, very much so. I mean, I think it's, it's easier for people not to engage. Yeah. And so you set the bar really low. Yeah. And, you know, people come to just, People don't. Some people don't even want to be known. They just want to show up and leave. Yeah, they're not even really trying to engage in community. Yeah, and, and I think worship, like I said, it's not the end all be all, but church business has facilitated this in a way that people can do that. Yeah, and maybe there doesn't seem like much of a responsibility for the church goer anymore. Not responsible for singing out or checking in on your brother yeah. but accountable saying hi like you know what i mean yeah. like you can just like you said walk in and walk out because there's no really 
And you feel so going back to like the heart of the, the question, there's like the the lack of responsibility or the removal of responsibility, mm -hmm. you feel like that's in any way, shape, or form triggered by the the um the spectacle of things? I think so. If you have a whole production happening and you're not part of it, there's a whole schedule going on, there's mm -hmm. you know, there's things happening. I don't know. I feel like sometimes that's why I really want to um like, for example, on a Sunday, we're singing a song and I'm like, no music, just the church singing. Yeah, yeah. This is your time. Like, this is not for all. Like, we've been here three services. You know right. what I mean? Like, feel the responsibility and the not not pressure or anything, but like, know that this is your time. Yeah. Or like when we read scripture, I want it to be on the screen so that they can read yeah. it as well and see the 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 reference um, or saying, you know what, we're going to end our prayer service uh like we did yesterday let's just end in prayer mm -hmm. like everyone just start praying and we're talking about the mountain that's in front of us everyone just start praying to your mountain say who are you great yeah. mountain like you know um and, and making sure that you know obviously it correlates with your worship set and stuff but i think those moments to engage the worship or the, the, the congregation, the congregation. Yeah. is so pivotal because it can feel like I don't need to participate. Yeah, it's it's the right thing to do, but yeah. it isn't the most expedient thing to do mm -hmm. when you're trying to compete with the church down the street. Yeah, yeah. And I think, got to be honest, a lot of churches are competing with one another. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so it's it's the consumer's experience is going to be what we tailor everything to. So mm -hmm. if people don't want to pray for five minutes, we're not going to pray for five minutes. Yeah. Wow. It's so Crazy. true. You know? Yeah. So true. And that part, and, and it's crept into worship too. And it's like, mm -hmm. man, what, what, are we, what are we really doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's cut it. Let's cut worship down or let's make sure that, you know, I've even been to some churches are like, we're not going to sing that song because it has this lyric in or this word where it was like very tailored to. Yeah, you're going to make uh, the seeker uncomfortable. You're going to make that the was, seeker that, that was the, that was the, the language. Yeah. You know? So it would be stuff no, they were like, uh, mm -hmm. don't say amen after a song. Like, I know you're not going to do that. Like, wait, why not? Because, you know, you, you don't want to make the seeker <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Where, where have we gotten so far off that that's, oh the, yeah. that that's the... Yeah, yeah or know, there's a certain word in this song that could be um, traumatizing for yes. somebody or whatever, like if it has blood in it. And, or, and, and, uh, and, and we worship. want you know, to be able to care for people, yes, but it yes, can't yes. be at the expense of integrity yeah. and yes, actually the, the authority of Scripture and all of those kind of exactly. things. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have, I, have a, I have a battle within this conversation because I do love... as. From my perspective, I love the grandness of, mm -hmm. of, of the experience. Like I love the excellence of the experience, yeah. but I 100% get the heart, uh, the, the, the matter of the heart. So I have, like, I mean, this, this, this conversation here can help me shape what my, my future response is. I sometimes have a hard time mm -hmm. um, articulating what, what we're, not what we're going for, but the, the happy medium mm -hmm. of the two. I feel like it should always be tension. Like, it should always be a mm -hmm. line. Because then, if it's not, then you found the formula. You know what I mean? Like, you should always be like, let's strive for excellence, strive for excellence. But never but, lose. But never lose um, the fact that this is a church service yeah. and you have yeah. to say amen. And the Holy Spirit is guiding <coughs> us. You know what I mean? And yeah. here's the thing. To your point, Anthony, the Spirit is excellent. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the, the problem is we don't give the spirit space to do that. When the spirit actually moves, some incredible things happen. Like I've yeah. seen That's in your really, services. Yeah. Like, so it's not that 
if we don't manufacture it, it won't be excellent. Yeah. Mm. Right. It's just we we think we know better than the spirit's guide. Oh, and so, so we'll good. create yeah. this whole thing. And God's like, ah, I want us to go this way. Yeah. yeah. And I've given you the ability and the tools to do it. Yeah. But you're so busy trying to make something that people are going to say, wow. Yeah. As opposed mm -hmm. to allowing me to be fully to do, present yeah. and mm -hmm. take over this thing. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow your mind. That's really good. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. almost as if like worship and excellence, like they can't be in the same room. Yeah. It's like, no, it's you like, can... Yeah. You can the have expectation both. of the Holy Spirit but is that, excellence. But that takes work. That takes preparation during the week. That takes an obedient spirit and, yeah. and a willingness to say, God, like, you're in control of not just my musicality, but my life, my thoughts, all of those things to be yeah. that tethered to the Spirit of God that you can actually, from your giftedness, like, minister. That's another level that I'm trying to coach people. Like, this is where it's at. Yes. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can have all the skill, but if you're not surrendered. Surrendered. If I was just going to say that. If Sunday you turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. It's going to be a show every time. Yeah. yeah. But multiple people have to be surrendered, too. It can't just be like you from the piano saying, exactly. I'm surrendered to the, exactly. the worship leader has to be surrendered. The worship right. team, the pastor, the ushers, everyone yes. has to be surrendered to that. And like you said, it takes time like you have to be purposeful right. with that throughout your life exactly throughout you know making sure that there's it's not a it's not a super bowl a sunday morning experience yeah. like this is yeah. an this is an extension of who we are of who we're called to be yeah to encourage one another mm -hmm. and like that's and god has gifted us to do that in excellence yeah but when we try to manufacture something because we know what our constituents like mm. that's another whole ball game that uh, just that's so good and you know you're you come from different experiences mm. i only know my church because i've only grown up in yeah, my yeah, church yeah. so sometimes when you say things i'm like kind of like laugh and chuckle but i'm like oh no he's being serious like they you know you've been there you've been there oh, I, oh yeah I've been there. <laughs> where they're like no don't say that or yeah. don't, you know what i mean yeah. so for me i just laugh and you said that but like oh no it's it's imagine. like no. that in other places that are trying to get people in the seats or you know so i totally didn't mean to laugh no. but, <laughs> no, um that Talking about things being manufactured that can create in being like inauthentic. Yeah. Um, in worship, because you have the formula. So let's just do this, this, this. They like this song. You know, keep it at 20 minutes and then right. we have to get out and do this and the other. Um, do you feel like we are growing more into being inauthentic? Yeah, I would say the brand has replaced everything. So like, what is our brand? As I see a lot of churches in it, you know, and so it's, 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 I'm in a really interesting spot right now because, you know, I, when I started, when we planted this church, I'm like, oh, now, now I am the establishment. Like I am the system. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't really get to oh, they are, they're doing this wrong. But now, you know, and so I have to think through these things. Like, yeah. what are we actually trying to do? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, the brand there has been, you know, people have studied like churches that are that are successful, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's what the spirit of God is calling you to in your community yeah. at such a time as this. Yeah. yeah. And so, it don't take the Holy Spirit to establish a brand uh -huh. that's catchy that people love. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get musicians and do all that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I, I think it has. Yeah. I think it competes. I think it. So, you're you're in the journey currently of 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 planting and 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 growing the church. Yeah. What is the what? Once again, there's a there's a fine line because you do want you do want something that people can 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 come to, and yes, it's the Holy Spirit. But there's 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 thing there's tangible things that as as a leader of that church, yeah. you you have to put you have to put down on paper and, yeah. and and get get moving. 
where where do you find that that how do you how do you navigate that so that it's not just a brand but you have to have some kind of thought process there to, to kind of Absolutely. move something forward there. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the early church. Like, we're right now we're in the book of Acts. We're talking about mm-hmm. the, our theme is sent. And so we're still trying to figure this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, yeah. mm-hmm. the breaking of bread, to fellowship, and to yeah. prayer. Yeah. And so, you know, I think those things, that that is where you're going to get discipleship. That's where you're going to get yeah. transformation. Mm-hmm. And, yes, music and worship is a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's understanding what the purpose of the church is. Mm-hmm. You know, like Paul talks about, come together, encourage one another, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. So that's going to be a part of it. Yeah. But yeah. it's for it's for extending the kingdom of God, not necessarily growing in attendance. Yeah. yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I think just kind of knowing what your why is and saying, hey, this is why we exist. Mm. And yeah. saying, okay, we're going to build everything around that because this is, and, and it's got to be biblical. Yeah. 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 Can't be based on the latest trends. Yeah. Or the... Or the, or the <laughs> Yeah. Song, I think know? that's a that's a really good distinction to make saying like it has to um even if it, it a plus should be that it's bringing new people in. Yeah. That shouldn't be right. like the main that shouldn't be we want 50 more seats filled right. th- in the next month. It should be we want to point as much as as much glory and, and and honor to God as we can and if people want to come and join us and do that that's even better. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's like a bonus, right? Yeah. Uh what would you say coming from your context of being in worship ministry and now yeah. kind of being on the executive team of your church, what's something that you bring to the table or because mm-hmm. of your experience in worship that you're like, when starting this church, we have to do this. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, like I said, y'all are kind of my role models in some respects. I love <laughs> oh, what free worship does. And, and, you know, as I grew up as a songwriter yeah. and I think that is so important mm. to write. I mean, the music does have a powerful role in service in terms mm-hmm. of shaping your theology. I mean, people can remember those songs throughout right. the week. You know, oh, it, yeah. it plays such a pivotal role. And so coming from that, I, I really do want, that's one of the easiest ways that people can engage yeah. and be formed if mm-hmm. you create the right space for them to yeah. do that. And yeah. so um, I really, I'm excited about us kind of writing our own music awesome. um, because I, I, I think we're, we're a multicultural church that's yeah. really trying to figure out how to, how to live this out in the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think those lyrics are going to look different yeah. than the church that's in the suburbs. Yeah. 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 You, know, yeah. Our, you know, and so. That's what I'm, we say. I'm, I'm, yeah. So we're bringing you all. I'm standing right here. On this <laughs> 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 You're going to give us some coaching. <laughs> because we, got a, we got a great team, but I just think that, that yeah. that's theologically you can shape mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of the ethos of who you want to be and who you want to attract. Like, who, what are we going to be as a community? Yeah. yeah. So, I, and I don't think when we wrote songs, we knew that it was going to do that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we started singing our own songs and things that we knew that we felt comfortable singing, because we would always have a t- hard time finding songs, yeah. like, oh, that doesn't feel like us, that doesn't sound like us. And then when we started doing that, it was like, oh, this is, like, for our church, for our yeah. people. And like you said, because of our context and being in the hood and, you know, all those things, we're like, we already know what, how we want to glorify God through song. Yeah. So let's just let's just try to do it. It is transformational. It really is. And it has been for our team um, and for our church. Um, so I'm excited to go to your church and do songwriting and all of that. I mean, we love that. <laughs> we love that stuff. And I know that you're such a huge songwriter. So it's going to be like second nature. And I'm excited to see your church. You guys are closing on a building. Yes, we are. And, oh, that's phenomenal. So, but to to kind of, and I'm going to ask you to end uh, in prayer. But before you do that, mm-hmm. we talked a lot about consuming and so there might be some pastors or people in ministry worship leaders who feel like man our conversations 
our meetings have a lot to do with attendance, have a lot to do with, but this mm-hmm. church is doing this. I've seen this here, yeah. as opposed to thinking about the other things that we should be thinking about. Yeah. Um, so just if you can give a word or kind of sum up what you would say to those people in ministry about engaging the people in your church and being mm-hmm. more focused about pointing them to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the spirit of God is always at work and yeah. you, you never want to discount what the spirit of God is already doing in people's lives. We don't have to manufacture this thing. Like the blueprint is already there for us. The early church, the apostles. I mean, the scriptures are clear how to encourage one another, how to walk in love with one another. And if we do that, especially for those that are hurting, the ones that really need that community, the ones that need the, they're going to be drawn to that. Yeah. Be, you know, yeah. but we have to give that a chance. Yeah. And we can't, you know, he says his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. We can't have the arrogance to presume that we can prescribe what the Spirit of God is saying. But we've yeah. got to be, yeah. we've got to get in the Word. We've got to be sensitive and open to the Spirit and say, hey, if this doesn't attract people, I'm going to know that I was faithful with what you asked me to do. Is yeah. that enough for me? Yeah. Is that enough to just have 25 people? Yeah. yeah. Or would I make it counterfeit so that I could attract more people? So yeah. just kind of understanding, like, this is, this is a privilege. And there are people that are hurting. Yeah. You know, that really desperately need to see authenticity, that definitely need to see the Spirit of God speaking and moving through us. And that that can create transformation. And so don't That's be afraid so to go all in yeah. and let God be God. Yeah. You know, my, my friend, Pastor Judy, I love it. She, this is the phrase oh, I yes. steal from her. She says, you be faithful, let God be great. You ain't got to be great. <laughs> like... You be faithful. Let yeah. God be great. I love that. That's what, yes. I, that's what that's, I try to live my life. I'm just going to be faithful. If God wants to take me to that level, right. then I'll let God do that. But I'm not going to scratch and claw and come, and try to get yeah. to that myself. Unplug like people's that. pianos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was the only thing, right? Stop picking up the I'm not going to do that. But that's the thing because we all have that ability. We all want yeah. that. Everybody wants to be that, you know, that person. But like what God has for me is for me. And if I'm faithful, God will do some extraordinary things. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I love that. And I feel like you do live your life in that way. I'm just going to be faithful with saying yes to them and playing on Easter Sunday, even though it's three days before. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. You be faithful. Let God be great. Yeah. I think that can relieve a lot of pressure. It does. From people 100%. who are trying to be yeah. great and losing sleep. Yeah. Trying to make their church run and figuring yeah. out how come tithings is down. Yeah. How come attendance is down. You know, just be faithful. Just day in and day out. Yeah. Visit people on your worship team. Visit the sick. You know, like reach out. Yeah, to we the know community. what to do. We, like we, yeah. we don't need to hear another sermon. Like we know <laughs> what to do. We don't do it because it's not comfortable. It's not convenient. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that word. Can you uh, lead us in prayer and just pray over the people who are listening right now? Who are like, you know what? I'm gonna be faithful. Yeah. I'm gonna surrender everything and let God do His thing, and I'm gonna be faithful in what He's asking me to do. We'll do. God, I'm grateful for this time, uh, a time that wasn't promised to us. I'm so grateful for the privilege to share with my sisters and brothers. Um, You are continuing to move your spirit. The same resurrected power that raised Jesus from the dead resides in us. God, give us the courage to step out in faith and trust you where we doubt, where we feel insecure. God, I ask that your spirit remind us that we are beautifully and wonderfully made, Mm. uh, that um, you've created us for a purpose. You said the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. God, I ask that you would... Uh, pour mm. out your spirit on those that are hungry for you, yes, not just for God. status, not just for a platform, God, but those that want to seek your face and want to be transformed by your presence, God. You are moving, and there's a hurting world that desperately needs to see your power made known, your spirit being poured out, and transform lives. 
So God, I say, have your way for those that may be listening, that may feel convicted or, the, or yes. feel inspired. God, I ask that you would uh, give them those next steps, that next step of drawing closer to you. Yes, for in God. you, there is all that we need. You are all sufficient. And we commit this time to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.